0: So hey, what has been happening since last? Well, I uh, got stung by a bee yesterday. Yes, as the first in my life, I've never been stung by a bee. Have you ever been stung by a bee? Stung, yeah, twice. When I was 11, I
1: stepped on a bee. I jumped really high up in the air and cried. And then it was over in a split second. And they just pull out this little piece of bee. And actually in Costa Rica, I was stung by a killer bee. So that wasn't so cool. So did you get sick or what happens? No, but that killer bee situation, that was hardcore. So we were like chased by a flock of killer bees. Uh, So the other people around were stung really badly. But, uh, I didn't know about that. How come you never told? Well, I don't know. Well, it was a situation where we were like traveling with the children and we went to look at a like an Airbnb place. Another couple arrived with us. Uh, it was a, a girl on a, a scooter and the guy was sitting in the back of the scooter. And we came to this place. Uh, it was by the beach. Hostess came out. I think she just came out of the shower because she was smelling really like body lotion or some perfumed stuff. And she came out to show us around the place property and then there was another lady sitting uh, by the beach reading a book in a chair so we were like walking I had the children in my hands my then husband was walking in front talking to this lady and then suddenly I saw the lady in the in the chair she started to wave with her arms so I just picked it up in the corner of my eye because I was busy with the children and then i saw my husband at the time and that other lady also start to wave their arms quite aware but then i i just something like instinctively came on in my head and i grabbed the children i lifted the small one and i grabbed the other one by the hand and i said run It just happened so fast and in fact there was like a big swarm of killer bees that were attacking the adults by the beach and I run with the children. We just run run to the first little cottage and there was that couple that had arrived on the scooter and she was outside of the house and she was stung really badly and the guy was like I just I I, <laughs> I roared at him like Open the door. <laughs> so everyone, we just got into that cottage, and the girl that had been on the scooter, she like she just went in a shower because she was really like covered. Her boyfriend, he was just standing there paralyzed. The children didn't get anything, luckily, and I think I just got one in my back. Uh, my husband at that time, he got a few in his face, but he was just like roaring around and you know, trying to kill those bees. And I I managed to talk to the girl that was standing in the shower. She was crying and shaking. And I just like, you know, do you have allergies or anything like that? And managed to calm her down. And then my husband then uh, managed to take off the remains of those bees on her. So it was quite a dramatic situation. Wow. Yeah, it was really bad, but I was like so lucky. Like my instinct just turned on really quickly to get the children out of there. And uh, apparently, because they swarm around, they don't have like a hive or anything, so they swarm around. And because of the lady that owned the place had all this body lotion on her, triggered the bees to attack. Or I don't know. Wow. I mean, that was so lucky that the kids didn't get done. Yeah, my my husband he had several in the face, and he swelled up really badly. Wow. Just little. It was really horrible. My adrenaline was shooting for hours afterwards. I was really shocked.
0: So I thought that it was pretty dramatic that I got stung by a (laughs) yesterday, but I take that back. And now this story seems lame. We need all the details, come on. I was just sitting in a chair in a cafe and then suddenly something burned me I put my hand on my purse so I, I wasn't wafting or anything like you sh- you're not supposed to waft when you have, have mm-hmm. learned. so I, I wasn't doing anything like that but suddenly something burned me like really hard I screamed and I'm like what is going on so I think the the bee or the wasp was sat on my bag and then I put my hand on there and then it just became really red and white it was white in the middle and ran around and now it's just itching yeah so I mean I am okay guys I'm okay I'm still alive (laughs) (laughs) oh thank goodness a podcast about being a woman today the good the bad the ugly and the mad this is best friends talking I have. I made a list of questions for you. Okay. Well, this is like a list of things that what you can't live without, basically. So instead of asking what you would choose, you you have to pretend like one of these things, at least two things, and in this uh, imaginary reality, one of these things doesn't exist. Wine or coffee? I can't so, live without coffee. So you would choose to live without wine yeah i think i have to agree because coffee is something i calculated actually that in the this is the second day i haven't had iced coffee because i'm trying to cut out the iced coffee before that i've been drinking iced coffee every day since my first born and this means that i have been drinking over two thousand iced coffees (laughs) and probably more because some days i have more than one yeah Sometimes you have two or three. Even it's so good.
1: I love yeah. iced coffee. Yeah. Oh, me
0: too. But, yeah. but I'm just trying to cut it out because it's like it's sugar in it, so it's a little bit unnecessary calories. Like drinking juice. So I think I'm gonna just go over to drinking coffee at home or in restaurants where you get the regular because I never take sugar in the coffee. You can make your own iced coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, that's that's still allowed. I'm just gonna. I'm trying to cut out this. Uh, That you buy, you know, the Starbucks one, that's my favorite. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm going to see how far I get now. I'm on day two. You hold on in there,
1: you know, you're strong. Yeah, no, but that's a great goal. I like, I... I've always drank a lot of coffee, you know, since I started working in healthcare, which I started already when I was 18.
0: I'm, I remember when I was working in healthcare for a summer, I've yeah. never drank so much coffee. At one time, I actually, I OD'd on coffee. I, I drank so much coffee and then I was going home and I couldn't sleep. I was just lying there shaking, you know, it yeah. was awful.
1: Yeah, it's awful. And and what I've noticed, is, first of all, the coffee in healthcare in general, is like, it's bad. It's so bad coffee. Mm. Uh, but um, yeah I don't know when I started this but like of course when I had children also I like you know when you're so sleep deprived and the only thing I remember (laughs) I was like I I didn't know what sort of state I was in I was like in some kind of crazy state and I thought maybe I should just take a shower and I remember I was standing in the shower and I was like am I supposed to cry now or am I supposed to sleep like I don't know what's happening (laughs) I couldn't interpret the signals from my body. But of course, in that period, I also drank a lot of coffee and we had this like espresso machine, the George Clooney machine, I call it. What I found out in that period is that that kind of coffee is just not good for me. It's just, it's way too strong. And it's just because I also felt like I was ODing on it. Like it was, even if I just had like two or three cups, because it's so strong. Okay. So let's go on with the list.
0: Yeah. Now we have chocolate or chips. Ooh, there's no chocolate in the world or is it there's no chips in the world? I'm well, talking I... about crisps now, not french fries. Yeah, yeah,
1: crisps. Yeah, no, I'm totally going to go for chips. You mean you would live without chips? No,
0: I I will not. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> you refuse to live without chips. So you think you could live a life and never taste chocolate again? Yes, I can because I'm not such a, a sweet tooth. Chocolate for me is more like a that's it's super addictive, but if you like now I haven't had chocolate in a very long time and now I'm never even thinking about it. it's not in my brain. But I know when I was pregnant, for example, then I got super addicted to chocolate. I was every time I was in the store I just had to fight myself not to buy several chocolates.
1: But I had the same with my first one. I was like every time I went shopping, grocery shopping I bought this like one chocolate roll.
0: Oh yeah, I remember it was a melkerl, you bought
1: melkirul. and I also bought like uh the chocolate milk. Start drinking the chocolate milk before I had paid it because I was like I had such a craving. The chocolate roll I would just eat like in two bites before I could get out of the car even. Kissing or cuddling? like Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God, that's so hard. I love kissing, mm-hmm. but I also love cuddling. Well, kissing. I can't live without kissing.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think that's a hard one too. Mm-hmm. But I think I would say cuddling because you cuddle. I cuddle a lot more than I kiss. Mm-hmm. So it would be harder transition for me. Cats or dogs? Well, I'll choose dogs because I'm very allergic to cats. So... I don't mind. I'm the opposite. I I like cats much Mm -hmm. better. So I would choose to cut out the dogs. (laughs) I also think they are very annoying. There are so many dogs everywhere and they poo on the street.
1: Yeah. And how is that like in Spain versus Scandinavia? Because in Scandinavia, everyone has a dog and it's like their second
0: child. It's the same in London and it's the same here. Oh, is it? Yeah people love their dogs but in England I mean in in London you can they are very friendly towards dogs like as a society so you can in the bank they had like dog food like oh, really? a tray of dog food and a tray of dog water and in there are a lot of restaurants you can bring the dog which I think is disgusting but they yeah, can I, yeah but they they are very into dogs uh, and they have a lot of parks but it doesn't make sense because they work a lot. So I don't know how they get time to have these dogs. I mean, here in in Spain, they are more restricted. Like you're not allowed to take the dog to the beach or in a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So they have their own beaches. They have like dog beach or pet beaches, which I think is nice. Yeah. So, uh, music or films? Oh, no.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hard, hard world. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, I I I can't live without music. You know, because I I have such uh, uh, you know, from dancing. You know, we were so young when we started dancing. So I really have this like embodied experience when I listen to music. So either I start seeing or feeling like these movements, and there's uh, like this story coming up, and I'm I have a pretty uh, elaborate fantasy, and uh, I can create a lot of stories just from listening to music. I'm gonna go for music. Yeah,
0: me too, even though I love film. The last one showering or clothes. you rather go naked and be able to shower as much as you want or never shower or bathe again, but you can wear clothes. Yeah, I'm going to go for shower. You, you want to shower or you want, I want to?
1: I want to shower. Yeah, I want to shower. So you will be walking around naked. You don't mind?
0: Sure. <laughs> Come on. When you're clean, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, really? I agree. Yeah, I couldn't be like, I think once you been used to being clean then the feeling of being so dirty would be awful it was different back in the days yeah i've always thought about like how how did they do that like
1: they were probably like their sense of of smell for example
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it must have been have you seen the handman's tale
1: no, actually, I haven't. But I know the writing of Margaret Atwood. Uh, and it's on my list to see. But I have just been in a s- phase where I didn't want to see the silencing of women.
0: Yeah, it's pretty horrible. Based on her Atwood's book, Hand Man's Tale. And it's uh, a story told by Offred, one of the characters. She's or her name in in the series, at least she her or her real name is June. Mm-hmm. But um, in this alternative new society that becomes a reality in America, they they kill the president and then they take over America and create this new religious society called Gilead. Okay, and in this society, they have their whole own set of rules and then way of living and um, they have before this happens they have had some problems with fertility issues like women having problems getting pregnant mm-hmm. and they they present it as a, a new way of living living that's gonna make the fertility go up and then also the women that are able to have kids They are being set to be handmaids, which means that they live in a family. They live with a husband and a wife. And then once a month when they're fertile, they have this ceremony where the husband have sex with the woman and the wife is also in the room. And she's like holding the woman. Oh, my God. Because that's why she's there. She's there to produce them a child. So it's like a bit of a... twisted surrogacy system when she has the child she stays there a little bit longer to breastfeed but then I think she moves on to the next family and then they have the baby as their own wow yeah so obviously it's a very uh, cruel uh, system and um, this series has been going on forever and I when I started watching it I was uh, I just had my first baby and I remember thinking wow this is so surreal this is awful but now when I watched it again I started watching again because it's like new episodes coming out now I feel like it's not so twisted anymore now it doesn't seem so surreal anymore because this reminds me of you know when that happened in the states where they banned abortions so now it's illegal to have an abortion it's illegal to perform an abortion in many states and that's something I wouldn't have believed if you had told me that five years ago that would happen I wouldn't have believed you because it sounds so surreal but now that actually happened that there are a lot of people that are really Christian conservatives they have some strange ideas. Yeah. And you know, when you told if you told me before when Trump was just Donald Trump on TV, you know, with his reality shows, if you had told me that he was going to be the president of the United States, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. That happened. And if you told me there was going to be a pandemic and everybody had to sit home, nobody could fly, nobody could do anything, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah. That happened. And now there's a war in Europe and Norway are being attacked by Russia, supposedly. Everything is just up in the air, what can happen, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. I don't think that the world is going backwards. I just think because a lot of chaos has happened all the time. It's just that now we're getting all the info. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a crazy time. Like Handmaid's
1: Tale is like a cult is taking over the whole society completely repressing women's right to decide over their bodies because that's also the, the this laws of abortion that's what it does right
0: so they can't decide they, they don't own their own body yeah and i never understood why the matter of abortion should be a political issue i don't understand it because it should i think it should just be A personal and medical issue. Like, it's a woman gets pregnant. This should be something that she needs to deal with, and her doctor can help her. Yeah,
1: but in the end, I guess it's like it's political because it's economy. The need to produce humans, the need to produce more humans to sustain the society, to keep everything going, to ensure consumerism on the the level that they need they need more people
0: yeah i also think they use it as a way to get power you know just this conservative systems but like how because people are opposing it there are a lot of people that are supporting it and they think that abortion is horrible and it's murder
1: yeah so then they're really removing the, the the choice from
0: women. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're just thinking that, you know, if this happens to your body, then this happens to your body. There's nothing you can do about it. So they're kind of trying to erase that fact that we, like as a medical advancement, they made it possible to actually Take control over your body in so many ways, and this is yeah. one of them.
1: Well, we yeah. don't want that. So, how's the the progression
0: in Handmaid's Tale? Then, are they getting free? They kidnap the kids of those people that were fertile because that's how they knew they were fertile because they had kids. Okay, so they took her daughter, and mm-hmm. she doesn't want to. And she has another baby with a guy she meets in there who is on her side secretly, mm-hmm. and so she's able to get that baby out. So the baby comes to her husband in Canada and then she's able to go. Get out as well, but now she she went back with her husband. They are trying to find their daughter. Okay. The last thing I saw was uh, that they got captured. Well, I think I'm going to watch
1: it. Since becoming a mom, there's so many things. I mean, I'm sure you know and can relate. Like there's so many things like I can't watch anymore, or I get very triggered, or I like if I've had phases where there's been a lot of chaos in my life. You know, I can I have night if I have nightmares about my children, the feeling that I can't protect them or someone is going to take them or or something bad is going to happen to them. That's like the most horrible, horrible
0: feeling ever. You become more, much more fragile when you become a mom. And I, I have this thing where where if I'm out in public, like before I had kids and there were, was a screaming baby somewhere, I wouldn't really notice. But now it's like, why is that baby screaming? Why isn't anybody doing yeah. something? Uh, I get super stressed. <laughs> like if, for example, we go out to a restaurant and we don't bring the kids, then it's nice, quiet. And then there's a screaming baby and I, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Yeah. yeah because it's like you can't shut it off like it's not like it's not because i get annoyed it's more because i get like becomes my whole focus so you have more compassion for other parents but you also have you become a more nervous anxious person when you're a parent,
1: (laughs) yeah it's the maternal instinct It's really like you're you're
0: constantly logged on to this how can i take care of small people because you have this all this any situation and the kids are like running around i picture in my head that they are falling and then and i picture the whole thing like the worst thing they can have they they fall on the head and they they crack their head open or something you know and i see everything in my head and it's horrible Yeah. they can't stop it yeah it's it's hard and for sure we are a generation mm-hmm. of helicopter
1: parents you know like we're very much you know looking after our children and, and ensuring that they're not injuring themselves and so forth and it's yeah it's that balance to allow them to explore
0: So what are you gonna be when you grow up? Oh my lord. I don't know. It's like, too late for ballerina, so yeah.
1: No, I had this list which I made when I was very young. And I had ballerina, I probably had actor, and I always I, had I, actress. Yeah, and then and then psychologists. and yeah and I can't remember what more I had so I tried the ballerina thing for a little bit but then I was like no I want to I was going for it you know but then I was when I got submitted to that uh, ballet school in London Royal Academy of Dancing it was like a summer course but then I at the same time I got into France for the first year of, of high school so I had to choose and I was like, I really wanted to learn more. I was really into psychology uh, or wanting to learn more about human behavior and biology and everything. So that trumped it, luckily. If I think about my life, I had I had that, like a very sort of artistic, cultural side of me, probably because of, you know, we were singing the choir and the dancing and then, you know, my mom is in arts so she really encouraged that i uh, i'm i'm very content with my choice of of studies and work i really love my my job i have to say i really i learn something new every day i love working with people so it's really really i think it's a good fit for me if anything i wish is that i will publish more books you know i really want to to continue writing and share that and Yeah, but besides that, I'm pretty content. I have to say. Well, you made two of your
0: top lists, so you should be pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I mean, I also said that I wanted to work with whatever my dad was doing, but I don't think I really knew what he was doing, but it just seemed like fun. He was always traveling and, you know, I could tell he liked his job. So, and when I work with the magazine, I was in media, even though it's not in radio. But so I guess this is what we're doing now is the closest. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any favorite podcasts to recommend? Because I need a new podcast.
1: Like I, I listen to a lot of different psychology podcasts. I can't remember
0: what they're called. Do you listen to Norwegian ones or English speaking? No,
1: English. I do listen to another Norwegian one, which is called Pengesnack, which is about money and saving, and it's motivational. I find she has a lot of good tips. And I should probably start listening to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really good i like it you know like how do you optimize the way you spend your money for what you need and then the
0: rest you put aside and how you get them to grow like all right it's a good thing that you're in norway now i don't think the killer bees will ever make it up there it's too cold for them i hope not it was a human mistake i think i mean i think it's the humans that are to blame definitely the humans did something (laughs) stupid and then and then the whole thing escalated oh well try to stay safe like from the Russians. Yeah, but I'm prepared. Okay, i not gonna
1: enter the this country. No,
0: you are prepared. Okay, well, that's good to know. Take that, Putin. <laughs> Until next time, toodles, toodle